Chapter 17 of Fruits of the Spirit. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Bruce Kachuk. Fruits of the Spirit by Hamilton Wright Maybe. Chapter 17 The Ultimate Companionship. Born in the kindling of the imagination, and sinking its roots deep in those instincts which are the records of the primitive nature and earliest education of men in this world love rises steadily through desire passion possession to a companionship so intimate and so complete that it includes and draws nourishment from every interest and occupation this perfect companionship is not always realized even by those who love greatly and wisely for it is the latest of the many stages through which this master passion passes the ultimate phase in this supreme experience for love has its appointed ways and degrees of growth and the most tender and devoted hand cannot pluck at will those ripe fruits which attain perfection only on the westward reaches of life when the afternoon sun lies warmest and lingers longest after the passion of youth and the deep-moving tides of maturity there comes in the fulfilment of the promise of love a wide rich reposeful harmony born in the long years of adjustment of mutual knowledge of fellowship in the ways and works of the days as they come with their gifts and depart with hands emptied by those who have recognized the princely possessions born in the humblest guise as in the later autumn there falls on the world of toil and strife a peace so deep that it seems to sink to the roots of things in the earth and so wide that all worlds seem to be folded in it the sudden emergence of the poetry or soul of the fields out of the secret places where life is nourished so after the vicissitudes and tumults of the years of action there comes a deep and tranquil happiness in which all things partake and in partaking catch the light of the spirit which hides within all material forms and shapes this complete surrender of personality to personality in which the self-fulfillment of the western idealist is accomplished by the self-effacement which the eastern idealist pursues as the end of the earthly life is not secured between strong natures without the breaking of bars and the forcing of locks it is a natural instinct when one is stricken to seek silence and solitude and the finest and best are those whose desperate desire when wounds are deep is not only to escape from the sight and sound of the world but to take refuge from those who are nearest and dearest in the closest of all relations this instinct sometimes asserts itself most powerfully the garrulous the seekers after sympathy of whom there are many those who cry out when they are struck not only find it easy to confide but to get nourishment for egotism by the very recital of their sorrows but those whose suffering cuts deeper who have that higher reverence for themselves which breeds reticence whose habit it is to bear for others instead of asking others to bear for them who are so repelled by the corruption of self-pity that they would rather endure torture than be corrupted by it are driven back upon themselves and by the very measure of their love are held back from speech when brutus was bringing his pure if somewhat narrow spirit to the point of conspiring against one that unassailable holds on his rank unshaked of motion he kept his own counsel 
and held apart from the noble woman who was cato's daughter and whom lord brutus took to wife it was the supreme night of his life in the long hours of which his fate was as surely accomplished as it was later unfolded to the sight of men at philippi terrors and prodigies of sight and sound in the streets of rome portended doom but brutus in the awful hour of fate was alone in his orchard the note of indignant remonstrance which vibrates in portia's passionate assertion of her right to share the last secret of his fate to drink with him the final cup of experience rings true to the highest ideal of love that had passed on to perfect companionship am i yourself but as it were in sort or limitation to keep with you at meals comfort your bed and talk to you sometimes dwell i but in the suburbs of your good pleasure if it be no more portia is brutus harlot not his wife there is but one reply to words of such self-revealing authority as these and brutus who is compact of all nobility flashes back the answer o oh, ye gods render me worthy of this noble wife by and by thy bosom shall partake the secrets of my heart all my engagements i will construe to thee all the charactery of my sad brows it is the office of love not to spare but to share to divide not only the uttermost joy but the ultimate sorrow to stand bound by the divinest of ties not only when bells are rung and the sweetness of flowers is in the air but when the great intruder has passed the door and stands in the room and mortality waits helpless and dumb on the majestic presence which comes to all and comes by higher compulsion than human invitation it is the supreme privilege of love to share not only life but death to stand unshattered when the foundations are broken up and this perfect companionship of which browning grasps the final glorious vision in the imagery of prospice and the elements rage the fiend voices that rave shall dwindle shall blend shall change shall become first a peace out of pain then a light then thy breast o thou soul of my soul i shall clasp thee again and with god be the rest is not gained in a day it is the rich and indestructible result of a lifelong habit of keeping the heart bare and the soul open and the conscience in one another's view they alone climb the last heights of happiness who share the perils and toils of the way as completely as they share its inspirations its exhilarations its joy of arching sky and expanding earth for love is not only tender and delicate and to be cherished with infinite care it is also hardy vigorous fashioned for all tasks capable of all resistance the only immortal possession in a world which is but a symbol of mutability and perishableness and in its perfection it belongs to those only who keep nothing back but give their treasures of weakness as well as of strength their wealth of care and anxiety as well as of peace and joy end of chapter seventeen the ultimate companionship